Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Koreatown, New York City. It's a Tuesday, baby. Feel it in your feet. That's what we do every Tuesday and a Friday, and we do it every week. You send your email. We give advice. Podcast at gmail.com And you're gonna get all the advice you need. Shelby on the ones and twos. We have great guests. You send that email. Every Tuesday and Friday, make it your Instagram story now. Tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. Hit that screenshot. Now, 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 now. I like this. It feels like we're on the dance floor. Hello. That's right. You're making eye contact with that special someone. You look deep in their eyes and you're 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 moving your feet, you're moving your shoulders. And you're like, "Hello." I'm looking into your eyes. And you do that little point. <laughs> leg kick. You do a soft leg kick. You start with a just a little you just show it off a little bit. Turn that up. We turn it up. <laughs> so you do like a you do the the leg the leg pump so that they know you can. Yeah. But you're not showing off. Okay. So it's just a one, two, one, two, J train podcast. Pump, 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 big kick. That's where it comes in. That's how they know you're here to play. And we're here to play. Oh, yeah. Every Tuesday and Friday. Keep sending those emails. Jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. That's right. A Tuesday episode. If you weren't feeling it yet, you better be feeling it now. Oh, yeah. You ain't living if you don't feel it. Mm-hmm. It's got to be in your bones. Shelby's here. How you doing, Shelby? Not bad. The Prince of Hot Water? I mean, it's, it's not always hot. <laughs> it's not always hot. Most of the time. If you haven't been with us the last few weeks, Shelby takes his water hot. Like if he has a Nalgene, mm-hmm. hot water in the Nalgene. You got it. You're an enigma uh, wrapped in an onion. In an onion. Many layers. Many layers. Uh, Artichoke. You're an artichoke. (laughs) Shelby the artichoke roasted. You got it. The choke. It's a Tuesday episode. If you're listening right now, um, I am in San Diego this weekend. Sunny San Diego. Um, I want you to come on out. JaredFree.com. JaredFree.com. If you don't come to that show, that's fine, because you might be in another city. Laugh Boston. We're coming towards the Boston weekend. If you're in the Boston area, get those tickets now. Shows will sell out. I'm confident. Almost cocky. 
I, I'm feeling it. Laugh Boston, March 19th through 21st. Then we're going to be, then the Gotham shows. Gotham, the 17th and 18th of uh, April. Providence, Rhode Island. And Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. Yep, you're on the list. June 4th through 6th. Dallas, you've been asking, so we're giving. You're welks. Very excited about today's guest. Uh, new to the J Train podcast. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. A new guest. She's fantastic. She's hilarious. Liz Mealy, thank you for coming on. Thank you. I'm not a wholly new because I did like, remember I did a little one in oh, Kuwait. Yeah, but you haven't done like I haven't done a the full, full podcast. Yeah, no, so what like we, a, d- I forgot about that. Yeah. You're right. My bad. Yeah, it's okay. I didn't want to contradict you. No, but. but you're you're absolutely right. You're a second time on the show. The first time was when we went and did shows for the troops. Yeah. We did shows for the troops. We were in Kuwait. And that's right. <laughs> we're off in the off in the desert. Yeah, we did it actually in the middle of the desert. That's, that's right. Yeah. We were just Shapira like, was there. Yeah. She was she was the other guest. Yeah. People weren't impressed. It was it, crazy. Yeah, she didn't do well. She yeah. Bombed. yeah, yeah. We all yeah. did well. Yeah, but yeah, Shakira, yeah. You You're know. like, people can't see you shaking your hips on a podcast. No. I tried to explain it. She didn't get it. So you came on, we did basically like I did an email with each of the people that we're gonna that we had been touring with. Yeah. And that was a great I, I I enjoyed doing that, but we're happy to have you for the full effect. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Um, all of you need to go follow Liz. She's fantastic. She's hilarious. At Liz Mealy. It's on my Instagram right now. You can go follow her. Go support her. Get involved. She puts up great videos, great stand-up, really funny. Uh, and you're touring this globe. I am. The whole globe. So explain that. You know, it's interesting. When you get into stand-up, you know, like, at first, it starts with, I want to do jokes. And then you start seeing these, like, you're like, how did that person get into that community? And how did that, you know, and there are these international comedians that are out there that, like, go, like, all over the world, like, you know, that, you know, do the, there's, like, an international circuit, it feels like. Yeah. Are you a part of that? That is that? In some ways, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know how other people get in internationally. I mean, mine was more like a defeatist. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I remember so clearly 10 years ago being like, maybe even longer than 10 years ago, I used, I would, Caroline's probably used me the most when mm-hmm. I first started. And it was always English people coming up to me and saying I was funny. And I was like, well, nobody feels that way. So maybe like I was born in the wrong place. Like okay. maybe Americans aren't well, That's not true. You're hilarious. <laughs> but like, but it you're was, just connecting more. It just felt like, you know when people are like oh i killed like i was never like i killed it was Mm -hmm. always like four people thought i killed but everybody else was like that was humorous (laughs) and yeah Yeah, i've never heard that one person yeah yeah. Yeah. but truly like i connect on a very like one person at a time level especially in the beginning and so i knew early on i was like i want to try to go to like london and do stuff there and i talked to some comics and they're like it's really hard to get in you kind of you're gonna have to spend money da 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 and i just wasn't in the place to be losing money and then finally um i don't know if you do you know Maria Shahada? Mm-mm. So she, we started together in New York, but she lived in LA for years and now she lives in London. But like, you know, 
eight years ago, seven years ago, she was doing her own military tour with a bunch of girls Mm -hmm. and um, was in Europe. And I had a friend that had moved from Manchester to London. And so I finally had a couch to stay on and she was going to be out there staying with her friend. And I was like, all right, this is the time to try to get over there without losing too much money. And I ended up like booking a week's worth of shows, getting seen by a couple of big um, bookers out there, actually breaking even just with like frequent flyer miles and sleeping on couches. And I, from there I got booked for more. And then next thing you know, just to fill in the gaps of where I got booked, I would, anybody I've ever known that went to Europe, I was like, any contacts, I'll take anything. Yeah. And my second time out there, I did a month and a half tour. I think I went to seven countries. I worked almost every single night. It's, it's, it, it it's like doing the road. I mean, that's the crazy thing about Europe is it's you know the United States, but sure. you know you but go two countries. hours and now you're in Berlin. Like and they're speaking a different language and it's a whole different scene. Yeah, and it's just and it. I mean, you know, at this point, America is a Dunkin' Donuts next to a Target next to a Lululemon. It all looks the same. So you go to Norway and you're like, oh, this is crazy. You guys yeah. have fish everywhere and everybody <laughs> seems nice. And and it is uh, how do they receive Americans? What what's the the going so you feeling? know I mean what you have to understand is really everywhere takes in so much American television and movies mm-hmm. that culture cultural references like they it works they, they feel like first of all as and then keep in mind I'm pretty much a New Yorker like movies are L.A. New York mm-hmm. they you're I'm almost like a character to them like I'm such a ah, go fuck yourself kind of person sure that like my personality is like we sold it on friends like yeah. like <laughs> so it's like there's Phoebe she's y- here yeah, yeah there's a kinship to just my personality in some ways and yeah. then, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's definitely Seinfeld yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate look, you look it's female Kramer <laughs> um so I trip just as much, but I, I, there's something about just being an American and a New Yorker that people are like, Ooh, that's like crazy. She's coming sure. to us and she's talking, but then also like, and then like, like I said, cultural, not that I'm a big cultural references, but like nothing's going to really throw them off. They take in so much stuff. And then in some countries, because we're such an outspoken, um, individualist, personality in general Mm. they kind of almost live in my mind and maybe i'm misconstruing it they kind of live vicariously through us so like i feel like my gloomy everything sucks personality is relatable to london Uh but they don't like they're not gonna say putting it in the microphone yeah and they're not gonna say it as curtly as i'm saying it and let alone publicly for hundreds of people to hear sure is it hard to you know how many times a year are you going internationally Usually twice. Twice. Yeah. And you're doing like tours during the, like you're going to a bunch of different places. Yeah. I tried, I always try to go to at least one new place every time. Yeah. Like my goal is to either add a new country or at least add a couple of new cities and then um, uh, just continue to build my fan base out there. Sure. So like London, like my tickets, like I'm actually pretty shocked. Like my tickets are selling really well months in advance. And I was like, I think I'm doing it. Like yeah. it took a couple of years, but I think something's happening. Well, I think everyone who's, we have some international listeners yeah, and you. we got to tell them about the shows. Well, first you're going to Atlanta. We have Atlanta people, Atlanta, Paris, London, Berlin, Stockholm, Zurich, and Geneva. Yeah. It sounds like you're going on a tour of history. Yeah, no, I I, I hope to learn something. I never learned anything in school. I think I'm more a touchy feely person. This is you on the on the <laughs> on the sailboat heading out there. Yeah, no, I do all my own sailing. Yeah, <laughs> takes me uh, so long. 
I shall learn of the culture and teach them of our ways in America. I will say this, like I remember maybe seven years ago, I went to Luxembourg, mm. didn't even know it was a place. And then all of a sudden I'm there, I'm learning about it. They speak French. Yeah. It's like, it's so funny to me that I am so, I don't want to say dumb, uninformed. Sure. Would be the, I would say culturally uh, empty and uninformed. Well, and now out of all the people in my life, I'm the one that's the most well-traveled and like, of course. I'm just like, you know, Luxembourg is like one of the richest countries. Well, it, <laughs> you know, what's interesting is like you go to these places and you're like, you know, now like I was in San Francisco last week and I have some familiarity with the city. Like yeah. I have parts of the city I like. There's parts of the cities I don't like. There's places I'm comfortable. Like walking into the punchline, I saw, you know, the guy running the show, that the, the guy who's running the club. Like, I'm like, hey, great to see you again. Like it was like happy to see these people. And yeah. it's like, it is weird when you start going doing this a bunch and over the course of years, you're like, wow, I'm a person of the planet. Yeah. yeah. You well, know, I have really close friends in London. Like as soon as I book like travel out there, actually in all over the world, but most of the people over the world used to babysit me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so my I'm one of five kids and my parents, you know, worked like 80 hour weeks. So they started sure. getting au pairs in the 90s. And my mom had my brothers. Is it? I forget what it's called. Like when they have a kid like back to back, but they're not twins like uh was it Irish twins? Irish, Irish twins. twins. That's what it is. So my yeah. brothers are pretty much Irish. They're like a year and a half apart. So, um, so you know, my parents are working crazy hours, and they have all these kids. And so we started getting au pairs. Um, uh, uh, Louise lives in Sweden, and so I've now I've literally slept at her place. And what's crazy it's about it? Be a fun she's only she's only ten years older than me. So oh, like wow. all my friends are that age. So but, it's weird to have somebody that kind of raised me sure and we're friends now but now i look and i'm like we're the same person like well she was also you you know she, that's right <laughs> I you and louise a, i thought it was gonna be ace of ace yeah <laughs> you and louise out on the the swiss alps <laughs> uh but it is kind of so like skiing so like louise has become a you know she babysat me for a year and now she's become a good friend haiti lives in norway i've been to norway a well, couple of times i've louise met her family was kind of doing what you were doing you know like you know being like i want to see other places and yeah let's make it a part of my work and make it a part of my life you know absolutely but it's gotta be it's 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 that's a lot of fun like that's great i'm weirdly going on a babysitter tour so because i've now been to sweden a couple of times and i always see louise and then i've been to norway a couple of times i always see haiti and then they've even like if i've gone to a country close by they're they're really close friends so they'll come to like oh, wow. i was in denmark and they came and saw me in denmark it's the babysitter's club uh, truly truly <laughs> and then so my my parents loved like they they clearly cared about everybody but they they loved this one woman um dominique she was german mm. my parents are very short dominique in my mind is like six four but she yeah. was a very tall woman but she was just like no bullshit like yeah. truly like she used to hold my brother's like footballs under her arms okay and she just was like I don't think she was like, I think my mom liked her because she just like, if my mom was like, can you do that? She did it. She didn't need any help. Like just like an independent person and just mm. took everything off my mom. And, and we just kind of like, I think she was like our second babysitter. This was like early nineties. We had email, but nobody really understood what it was. And so like, I think we emailed her once and we're like, we don't, where does this go? Like, I don't understand things that aren't a letter. And we just lost touch. And then mm. I remember my mom who isn't like the most personable person. She was like, have you talked to Dominique? And I was like, dude, I looked for her on Facebook. I looked for her everywhere. She must have got married. Like, you know, sure. most of these women are coming over at 18, 19, yeah, yeah, 20. Yeah. So this looked at- the rum springer. Yeah, could not find her. And it like, 
truly everybody had great fond memories of Dominique. We never stayed in touch. And Dominique's then, dead. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the end of the story. Well, literally a year ago, she reaches out to me. And that's the thing about being a comic and like. Sure, you're she, out there. Yeah, and I didn't you're change my name. You're easy to find, yeah. Finds me. I tell my mom. My mom's like so excited. And then she's like, if you're ever anywhere in, in Germany or Berlin. So I booked this gig in Berlin. And so her and her husband are coming right. out to see me. And I haven't seen her since I was like. Eight? This is amazing. <laughs> so it's like I really do feel like I'm just traveling the world, being like, "Who raised me? Why yeah. am I speaking? <laughs> Why do I have these German vocabulary words?" <laughs> Finding out about your past. This is your sisterhood of the traveling pants. It is. It really is. So all of you need to go check out Liz at Liz Mealy on Instagram and LizMealy.com for all of the dates. So if any of these places speak to you, if you're out there, go. Atlanta, Paris, London, Berlin, Stockholm, Zurich, Geneva. Let's do some emails. You ready? Ready. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Why did we go from texting all day to nothing? Are you in a relationship now? I am. How do you work it out with the, the travel and everything? It's okay? Yeah, and he's actually gone for the next six months. Where's he going? So he's a TV producer. So he's literally he's he's on in, site. He's in Japan right now. Oh wow! He'll head to Bali soon, and then you guys are people of the planet. Yeah, it's a little crazy. That's right. So he's he has two weeks in the six month period where I'll see him, but he's pretty much gone for. He's six out months. in the wild taping two yeah. people on Ninety Day Fiance the other way. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what he's doing. Jared, love your podcast. Huge fan. Let me just tell you, I also listen to you up, and you and Jordana kill it. Thank you. Anyway, so I've been talking to this guy since November. We've been hooking up uh, and hanging out ever since. He told me he liked me, didn't want to be a re- and didn't want to be a rebound. He would text me every day, and it was great. Seemed really into me, and vice versa. All of a sudden, we hung out this weekend, two nights in a row, which is longer than usual. Usually, it's broken up by a few times a few times a week. But he stopped texting me and texted me at the end of the night and. He stopped texting me and just text me at the end of the night and it's just to see what's up and pretty boring conversation if you ask me. I'm trying really hard here and I thought we had a great time together. Do you think he's losing interest in me or he just wants to be more casual? Because he's acted very relationshipy and intimate, not just sex, but kissing me on the forehead and playing with hair, etc. LOL. I didn't even really like him that much before, but I have <laughs> been way more into him this past few weeks. What's your opinion on uh, on this we have going? Um, what she wants a celebrity lookalike. She's very cute. Uh, so, uh, Shelby has a keen knack for figuring out what celebrity people look like. Okay, this is all we got. <laughs> so. I say, unfortunately, Tommy Laren. Ooh, she is a very Tommy Laren-ish. That is, you're very good. Yeah. Very uh, do you have any thoughts, Liz? Uh, on the email, not yes. the Tommy Laren. Um. <sighs> I'm no he's gonna like my thoughts. I I I honestly think people start to sense when you when you like the fact that she was like I wasn't really interested and like I think What is that? I don't know. I think well first of all, I think people sense that and some people like that. Like some people like the chase and mm. some people like not even just the chase, but like the the because of how they grew up and being ignored or being neglected they they get love from not having that full connection and then when you start to change when you start to care about somebody they don't mm. lo- they no longer have this there's best- no there's no hike you know there's no 
Yeah, but like I don't think they're doing There's it. No in, climb. But I don't think they're doing it intentionally. I think you you grow up with parents that you know are neglectful or don't care about you. You don't realize that that solidified how you like what you're interested in. I like somebody that's a little distant. I like somebody that I have to like try to get their attention. Uh-huh. And so she wasn't really that interested. And then she started to show interest. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, there, something's changed in us. Yeah, and I have does, it, so I don't need it. Yeah, and and all of a sudden that's not your definition of love. Your his definition of love and this is just again me i here's the the thing like i i sometimes the answers are in the email and like i she's like she's basically like here's what's happening does he like me yeah and it's like who i can't answer that question you know we can't tell you the thoughts in someone else's yeah we can say he's texting less than he used to all right we know that to be true something she wrote um, is very interesting to me. Not just sex. Uh, he's been happy. He's acted very relationship with me and intimate. If you, t- a lot of women, and I've noticed this, or a lot of people that are in relationships, not just women, but when you're not confident in yourself, you start taking out the magnifying glass to be like the, you know, oh, yeah. like you're going to like watch everything the other person does then to say, well, if they like me, if I, you, you become like uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Sure love homes. Yeah. And you're just looking at them being like, oh, did they do this? Well, they touched my forehead. So that must mean that they like me and they want to marry me. And it's like, well, what does that even matter at that point? You know, if you're looking at every, she's like, he kisses me on the forehead and plays with my hair. If that's the measure of wanting of a relationship, then you're looking at the wrong thing. And, and that's what happens when you put your taste in someone else's hands because that's what he, she's doing. She's saying, well, if he likes me, then I like her. Well, I think the I think I think the biggest challenge for women is we're we're inundated with people trying to get our attention. Yeah. She and, gave her Instagram profile and she has a large following. I'm going to yeah. go. To, uh, I'm going to just put that out there, too. And th- I think that is kind of on the topic of what you're saying. Well, this is this is what I'm saying is that like in in a lot of ways you get a lot of attention. You know, people very lovely, but she has great hair, great um, hair, very but like very curated. Yeah, and thing. and I'm, there's nothing wrong with it. I think that's fine. But the biggest issue is that she she knows what kind of attention she gets, and 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 people that are interested and. She is very calculated, probably, in the people leaving comments and people talking mm-hmm. to her in person about how she wants them to think of them. So, like, for me, you know, if you're my friend, I can be, like, I can be touchy-feely, I can give hugs, whatever. But if I don't know you, I put up a wall because I don't want to send a message that I want anything more than this you know, high relationship or fan relationship sure. because it gets misconstrued for women so quickly. Guys in my mind don't really have to do that because they don't have to put up the barriers because women will let them know immediately what the boundaries are. So guys can just be whatever they want to be. And I think we start to analyze how we put up walls the same way guys do. And guys don't need to do that. Like I even know when I first started dating my boyfriend and he did not want to be in a relationship and he had told me and I took me about three times to listen because I'm a girl 
but he was very relationshipy. And mm-hmm. then I talked to my other guy friends. They're like, yeah, we're not monsters. Like, we're going to be friendly and nice and caring. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I want to fucking grow old with you. And I'm just like, well, that's I almost need you to either be cold and just this is sex yeah, or is- we're going to get married because my brain is does the same thing where I'm just like, well, he paid. And then he looked at a picture of my sister's profile and said she he liked her earrings. And that's such so intensive. And like, yeah. and like I'm yeah. like truly like being like, because he didn't slap the phone out of my hand and be like, I don't care about your sister. He wants to marry me. Like yeah, just insanity. And I, I know I do that. And I think a lot of that is we, like I said, we women, when we don't want to be in a relationship or we don't want our boundaries to be the next level or people to be in our space because people are trying, always trying you to- You have to be the bitch. A little bit. You have to be the- Especially she's I, beautiful. So yeah. I think she, beautiful women have to put those boundaries up more. So when a guy is that kind of caring and friendly, you're like, well, clearly they want something more from me because I would never be this friendly to somebody I don't want something more from. It is interesting. And, and then you say, well, now that he wants more from me, now I'm more open to to the person yeah. and that's why I've convinced myself to like him more. Yeah. You know, it all kind of makes sense when you put yeah. it that way, especially that idea of like, well, I'm going to be cold to people I don't want to be around because I know any warmth at all will invite they the floodgates open uh, as a woman the floodgates open and like it's crazy where it's like, like cockroaches like the minute you lift up the car you lift up the carpet and then it's just like and they all run in it's like yeah that makes some sense and i try to be very i like my fans i think they're wonderful but i don't think they understand how many messages and how inundating it is both in person and online so they'll say something nice you'll go oh thank you so much for the support and next thing you know they're like what'd you eat for breakfast and you're like I don't know. I'm not. What the, What do you talk, think this is? Yeah, this is a, like, well. This like, is definitely something ha- that's happening to this woman too. Yeah, and I and that's and I, I I think I think I feel for her, but I also think she has to take in account that she didn't really feel something to him for him until he started pulling away. Yeah. Or until she was like, this is going to be something real, which there's a part of me that's like, I don't think you're really that interested. I think you just like being liked. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm with you. I, I And I'm not trying to be mean to her, but no. there's a part of me that's like, did you like real? Ma- and I don't know how old she is, but I think real maturity in dating and as you get older in the beginning is do they like me? If they like me, I like them. And then as you get older, you're like. If I don't like you, why would I want to spend time with you? Exactly. And I, I think that's the biggest thing where it's like if you're ever in the position where you're going, well, they did this and that. So now that means they like me more. So how do I feel? Now you you got to – I think what she needs to do is reverse the process. You got to go, am I having a good time with this person? Yeah. And if I am, then you need to say – you can't be this like, and when will he text me? Yeah. You're not a bag in the wind. You got to go, hey, I'm down to go out this week. If you're down, I'm in. Yeah. But if not, that's cool too. Just let me know. And he's probably going to be vague with you. That's the problem is that yeah. this guy's lo- guys love living in the land of vague. Yeah. We love sitting there in the, eh, I'll text you this weekend. Maybe we'll work it out. Mm. You know, and it's Ugh. like she's in the in the land of like, like you said, either spit at me and tell me you don't think I'm good looking and you want to, you never want to fuck me again, or tell me I'm the most a beautiful woman on earth and I'm a goddess to be to be held. And yeah. it's like no guy's gonna go either way. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Liz Mealy at Liz Mealy on Instagram. Have you heard the buzz about Rothy's? Yes. You have. Mm-hmm. A shoe company that's making cute shoes out of recycled <laughs> bo- plastic water bottles. 
It's true. It is. <laughs> They're insanely comfortable and machine washable. It can be hard to find flats that are comfortable, sustainable, and affordable. Have you found that to be a, a I, Absolutely. So, but Rothy's is the answer to your shoe worries. You won't have, you won't want to take them off. I, what's that? If only they had a lot of styles. That's, well, guess what? <laughs> flat for the life on the go. It's stylish, classic, and comfortable. They come in four styles. Oh. Flat, point, loafer, and sneaker. That's your music to my ears. This is exactly what you're looking for, Shelby. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go with everything. Office to the weekend. That's a big thing. I think a lot of women are put in this tough position where it's like stilettos or frumpy like, frump town. Yeah, I was going to say like running shoes that you've yeah. had since middle school. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like, what's that in between? What's that Nike? Like men can put on Nike, like, you know, high top Nikes and it's you like, wear whoa, with a suit. Like, yeah, look crazy. at this guy. Whoa, you know what you're doing. Cat, it's like women don't have that. Like Cat Williams. Yeah, you can be the cat. Women, you want to be the Cat Williams on your block. That's the truth. We've, and we've and listen. it for years. My mom has them, loves Rothy's. All she talks about, Rothy's this, Rothy's that. It's like Rothy's is my more successful brother. Oh. It's really getting annoying. But I, you know, she loves them. Check out the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash jtrend. So if this speaks to you, if you're out there being like, I don't have that in-between shoe, go to the website, rothys.com slash jtrain. Go to rothys.com. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash jtrain to get your new favorite flats. Comfort, style, sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash jtrain today. Rothys, be comfortable and cute. Mm-hmm. That's all you want. Comfort and cuteness. That's what I'm there. looking for. Me I live too. there. It's my favorite. Dealing with my messy roommate. Oh. I'm a 23-year-old guy currently doing grad school. I live with a 28-year-old, 28-year guy in a condo that he owns. It's a great spot because it's right on the beach and in my price range. <laughs> beach, price range. Someone uh, else owns it. Your landlord some, owns it. It's pretty good. And he, he and I get along great, but is not very considerate about the shared spaces. He's very messy. When he cooks, he will leave food out for days before throwing it away or put the entire pot pan in the fridge uncovered. That's the worst. Ugh. Putting stuff in the fridge uncovered. It can get dry. Oh, no, I'll, t- I'll tell you the worst, but continue. Okay. This takes up a lot of space in the kitchen, creates horrible smells around the house and refrigerator. Every weekend, he will eat half of a pizza one night and leave it out <laughs> until the next evening oh, gross. when he has the second half for dinner then. Wow. So he's just leaving a half a pizza. He's like, I'll get back to you. Also... Can we just talk about how insane that people that clearly he's successful in some capacity. Sure, he's got a house. But the most successful people, you're like, when did your parents just do the money lesson and then stop raising well, you? Well, like, I think what happens is sometimes people are just like, that's what I do. And it's like, you need the piece of the, all the energy goes towards the success part. Yeah, that's part. true. And, I'll, and they're like, it, it does make I can't believe you, in saran wrap. Well, I just. I, I'm with you, but it's like, it's kind of like when you meet someone who doesn't, like have that thing in their brain to not ask for things yeah mm-hmm. you know and you're like how do you not feel awkward <laughs> you know like i have i've had friends growing up where it's like like I, I i'm thinking of one person in particular it's like you don't have the thing in your brain that tells you don't say that it's gonna be weird yeah yeah absolutely Some, and then they end up a lot of those people they're always ahead yeah and yeah, you're yeah. like wow maybe if i didn't have that one thing in my head going 
Don't say that. That's going to be it. You mean shame? If yeah. You, if I you guess didn't so. have shame? Yeah. <laughs> Some people, they're shameless and they get ahead because of that. So it's like, is this guy owning the house because he doesn't clean? You know, yeah. there's a, that's a, there's but a there's thought. It's a time saver right there. He's saved it's so much like, time not cleaning. It's like, right? the, the, it's like if you're going into a meeting and it's like a big client and you're like look at you you slob and then they're like i like this guy's ass <laughs> yeah yeah, He's yeah different i like his moxie <laughs> you know like i have took to, a chance i have yeah. to say this email is very triggering for me i i've had almost nothing but good roommates except for sophomore year of college i lived with like five girls like i was okay. in a dorm five girls and this one girl and keep in mind i went to, so i went to the new school and i went to eugene lang which is like liberal arts or whatever mm-hmm. but we dorm with parsons which is fashion design art yep. design blah 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 and um uh, the jazz program so almost all these girls there were freshmen when i was a sophomore they're rich and they're all like fashion and they would take nine hours to get ready for like mm-hmm. a date like truly like these girls were beautiful and they would like prim and whatever fucking eloise would make tacos. Oh, an Eloise. It was an Eloise. She would make tacos. She would leave the meat on, like, in the pan, the leftover uh, meat. She would leave it in the pan first for of all, days. Who's making tacos? Like, what kind of, like, college kid is she, like, she, she, get the ground beef out. Women, get out. women cook. I'm really? going to fight you on this one. I mean, women. I cook, too. But, like, the, the She's idea. making food. But truly, I'm not joking. She she would do this so much, and we had like a mouse prop. Like we truly like these dorms in New York City. So did they don't you say something. Say something. I said something so many times. And what would so she many say? Times. She was. I don't even remember. But I all I know is finally after almost a year, I took the pan, I put her on on her bed, and I left a note. And I go, if it's not gross, you won't mind me leaving it here. Oh shit! And, and what I, happened after that? I don't think we ever talked again. <laughs> Game over. I was like, but you, uh, you just get to a point where you're like, we have a mouse problem. This is a shared space, and you know, some this people is five it doesn't girls bother them. He, this guy writes, I'm currently looking at a half-eaten piece of pizza <laughs> that has been sitting around for three days as I write in. Oh, but how do they not have roach? I mean, I know I, this is like we live in New York, but like roaches, mice. This guy's by the beach. Throw it in the ocean. Oh. I don't clean up after him <laughs> in the hopes that he will do it himself. He never. But he will. does not. I'm trying to mask unidentified smells with candles to no avail i have also had to buy cockroach traps because he doesn't seem to mind them Uh, additionally uh, there have been a couple of instances where i'm out of town and he lets a drunk friend of his sleep in my bed without any permission from me (laughs) that's the highest that's the worst part okay that's the part okay good well here's the thing we're building a case right now yeah yeah. okay that's part where i put a pin in it and i go okay we got something here he will also allow his friends to try to ba- bring girls back to our place to try and hook up on our living room couch because we live right by the bars. That Those two, now he's got a little leg to stand on. The other one is too emotional. Yeah, well, the... the because clean, cleanliness is different to me than it is to you. Yeah. So that's... We have to live in the... But uh, we're still talking about a basic level of cleanliness. I'm, Just I'm put the you. shit in the fridge. But we have to... Dis- you know, what happens with these roommate personal interpersonal relationship quabbles squabbles is that people get too hung up on the emotional part and no one wants to be told what to do also so it's we, his apartment it, it's and his it's his house. apartment so yeah. we have to figure out how do we because he writes do you have any idea about how to change his behavior that's the thing no one wants to be told by another person around that that's younger than them that lives in their home how to live so he 
Right now, so he writes, he's 28, so I would have uh, hoped that he would be a little bit more put together by now. I don't want to move either because I only anticipate being in this area for a year and a half more. And the place itself is nice. He's got the place on the beach by the bars. You know, like. I mean, he's not going to like my answer. I know that he, quote unquote, owns it. And he said his dad bought it for him. This explains a lot. lot, But I am a rent-paying tenant with a lease and should have the right to clean living area. Thanks for all your help. Uh, Attached a picture for a classic Shelb look-alike. Good-looking dude. He looks like he's the brawny man's younger nephew. This is kind of the look of everyone. I I feel like he's on the West Coast. Everyone in San Francisco looked like they... (laughs) They wore Patagonia but never hiked. I guess. Like that was oh the... no, they they wear Patagonia but they work at a tech company. Yeah. <laughs> what, I should... guess uh, young Josh Brolin. Oh wow, that's a compliment. He does have Brolin head. Mm-hmm. You're right, <laughs> like a big old Brolin head. You've seen the 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 uniform of sort of where we are now, Midtown. The Midtown uniform. The, it's the the khakis with the vest, blue shirt, gray Patagonia, and they. It's not like. Oh, I see a, a group of five dudes, maybe one or two. It's all five. It's all it's of them. Crazy. I, I think it's interesting. There's an article that New York Times has been like promoting for some reason about that uniform. And it, I do understand the ease of it. It to me it's to me, the Patagonia vest over the button down shirt, that's an overweight guy uniform to it, me it doesn't make sense slimming i don't know why the the skinnier guys wear i don't know why they pockets do it. bro pockets 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 uh, what do you think what does he do so i have two things and he's not gonna like either of them uh first one is this guy isn't gonna change this guy clearly comes from money he mm-hmm. clearly was raised with some so when you live so i've lived actually i've lived with a couple gross people mm-hmm. um one was also a friend there's two reasons somebody lives like this yeah either their parent did everything Mm -hmm. or their parent did nothing. So it's either like neglect and this is how they grew up and people are, they just grew up in filth or they grew up, you know, they put a glass down, it's gone. It's already in the dishwasher. You know what I mean? So he sounds like the first one. He isn't going to change. And mm-hmm. there's literally nothing. 28, that's he's, tw- it. he's 28. He has his home. He, he This guy clearly does what he want, wants to do. He's not going to change. You have two solutions. You either ask, you say, hey, can we come together and hire somebody to clean Ooh. twice a week? Yeah, I like that. And you, and you don't say just him because this is a shared space yep. and you have dishes too. You say, can we come together, have somebody come in twice a week to clean? Um, you know, bugs can be unhealthy. That's where the coronavirus comes in, make stuff up. So, you know, that's one solution. The other is you clean everything mm-hmm. and that's your life. You you get to, just d- you, do it. you just do it. And then you have the- Throw on the J Train podcast, put on the, put on the earbuds- yeah, I mean, and, and then you put turn a lock into on Mary your and, and you, you put a lock on your door. Boo. I mean, I, do, 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 do. you know, you go around sweeping and mopping. Yeah, and- no, Cinderella and just just suck it up and and do it. <laughs> just, I mean, in some ways, you kind of hope this is all you in the au pair uniform. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. You with the, with yeah. the, you know, you're Alice. No, 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 take off your shoes. Take off your shoes. I just mopped. Just walking around. <laughs> doing all yeah, that stuff yeah judy jetson yourself into yeah. being the person that he wants you to be because he he either he doesn't care he clearly doesn't care clearly i mean so the you pe- can't get the him pizza to care description. 
You can't get him to care. So he's not going to change. You either have to suck it up and clean it yourself or you go, hey, can we split yeah. a housekeeper? I'm with you on the housekeeper. I think, hey, uh, the part I think like you got to go to him. You got to. Here's what you have to do. And you put I a lock on your door. I mean, that's unacceptable. If I found out my roommate had somebody sleeping in my bed, I'd be like, "This, I pay rent. This is my space. I would do it this way. And I agree with you. I think you have to present him a negotiation. Yeah. And it has to be done. It can't be done with you going, and there's pizza fucking everywhere. <laughs> because you can't embarrass him. No, and I, and I listen. I understand he doesn't hold a lot of weight in this. He doesn't doesn't deserve empathy. Yeah, he doesn't deserve. But you can't, because what happens with this is when someone when you disagree with the way someone lives, you let it build up, and you go and get this fucking pizza out of my face, and you throw it or something, and then the person looks at you and goes, "Well, you go fuck off. It's my apartment." You know, like it turns into that type of thing. Yeah, you can't have that. You need to be literally sitting in the pizza while you're having the conversation. So you have to literally have it like you have to be the quiet moments, a Sunday, you're sitting in the filth. You have to literally roll in the filth and you have to be like, hey, man, do we think this is getting a little out of hand? Yeah. And at least you're in it with him. You know, it's like the hoarders. Yeah. The hoarders, if they come in and go just start throwing shit away. They go, no, 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 I need that pizza box. <laughs> you know, like they do that. They're like, no, 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 I need those syringes. <laughs> you know, and you're like, you need this? This is crazy. They don't listen to that. You need to be in the muck with this dude and being like, hey, man, and you need like the pizza slice on your head going like, hey, man, don't you think this is getting crazy? And he'll go, what? Well, you also have to tie it into something he cares about. So if he cares about women and bringing women over, it's like, hey, yes. Women don't want to fuck on pizza boxes. Hey, man. Yeah. So, hey, man. Women come back to a place and see it clean and go, oh. Exactly. Oh. You can't. So, if I go, I would, who fucks 28-year-olds? But, like, you know, like, I I can't go back to a place, see how they live, and think I want to have sex with them, let alone have sex with them a second time. You go, hey, man, what are we going to do about this? And he's going to go, what? And then he goes, you go, it's, this is, like. You don't think this is crazy? It's you know those pizza boxes from yesterday. We gotta we gotta clean this place up. I can't bring girls back here. You know this is getting out of control. And then he'll go, "What do you? Well, y- you want to live with a pizza box out?" And he'll go, "Well, no, no, I'm saving it. Well, can we buy tin foil? Like I would, like you have to like come to him and be like, and and you have to have this like reasonable like." Don't you think it's crazy? And then I think you're right. Then you say, I've researched it. You know, I use Handy. Handy's a great app where you can have people yeah. come. Hey, would you want to split this every uh, every two weeks just to have someone clean like all the essentials? And then if he says no, you go, well, I can't live like this. And if, you know, first of all, and then like this is also beyond like you have people, if I'm going to bring it up, if you won't do this, I got to bring up everything. Yeah. You got friends staying in my place. They're using my bed. Uh, you have friends sleeping on the couch. I'm a pain. You know, I don't mean to like make this a weird. I know we're friendly, but I'm a paying, you know, tenant. Yeah. And if these things don't change, I got to move out. I got to break the lease. Yeah. And 
I'm not saying to threaten him because you do don't want to lose the place. You don't but like, him, but you have to say I pay for my room and this is my space. Yeah. I pay for a shared living space yeah. that has to have a level of cleanliness that I don't feel like I have to like. Are these roaches paying rent? Are these ro? You know what I mean? Like, it, there needs to be. He needs to see how it affects him as somebody that's paying, but also how it affects the guy and his life and the the message he's sending to people. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Liz Mealy at Liz Mealy. We're sponsor people. The J Train is brought to you by ShipStation. When you're selling online, getting your orders out can be complicated and costly. How do you keep track of who gets what? Which shipping carrier should you use? Are you getting the best rates? That's why you need ShipStation.com. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your online orders so you can focus on the fun part. Just a few clicks and you'll be managing your orders, printing out labels, and getting your product out fast to keep your customers happy. I will say this. I sold T-shirts at one point, if and when. Mm-hmm. At the when point when. There was nothing worse than sending it out. Oh, yeah. Figuring out all the packaging. It, it was costly. Right. It was time. It, it took up a lot of the day. Like I'm losing money here. You're losing money by making money. And it's like, how can you make it so the all the places are in one easy, breezy, send it out, don't have to worry. No waiting in line at the you know the packaging place. No figuring out what what size is the right size. I, if you can have someone else do it for you, let's automate. Automate. Get it all. Get it out there. So, no matter what you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface that you can manage from any device, even your cell phone. That's huge. <laughs> if you can just get it done on your phone, in between other stuff. This is a great. And, and and the faster you get it out, the more customers are going to be happy. And right now, the JTrain podcast uh, listeners are, can try ShipStation for free. That's free for 60 days when you use offer code JTrain, JTrain, JTrain. Absolutely no risk. You can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. Just visit ShipStation.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in JTrain. That's ShipStation. Then enter offer code JTrain. ShipStation, make ship happen. That is what is it when you when it ship 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 station like, ship station like every time I'm just like that's good. that would be a hard one for me. It's a tough word, <laughs> but an also, easy you, product to use. Yeah, <laughs> tough word, easy product. You're right, Shelby. <laughs> you do this thing where you go dot com dot com. I want it to hit home. <laughs> How do you tell someone you don't like the way they kiss? Oh. I've recently started actively dating again after three long on and off, uh, three year long on and off stint with my now ex. Prior to the ex and in between our on and off times, I've never had an issue when it came to hooking up and kissing men. In fact, I've told, I've been told I'm a good kisser, pretty solid in bed from time to time. There's a guy. Well, we are all been told we're great at what we do because we're with someone who once signed up for what yeah. we do. Yeah. Not a lot of people. Um. We are going to be like, yeah, you know, you can fix some things. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, like, Here's the list. <laughs> yeah. So your kissing's good. Like, no one turns into, like, the shop foreman. Yeah. You know, like, no one's your, like, 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 hey, like, like your personal trainer with with making out and, and fucking. Your kissing's good. You can touch a nipple a little bit more. You're not really licking a lot. Nah, you know, if I looked at the list, uh, yeah, you're about to be. 
Nobody likes any criticism. Even I know like where my fault. Like, first of all, I'm a bad speller. But even when somebody critiques it, I'm like, all right. Yeah, all right. that's enough. You know Get what I mean? Me. And I know. So it's like, I can't even imagine where like, this is the most intimate moment. And you're just like, can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> can I make this hey, so I, I mean, even like, like I've gone down on women. And when I, you know, I, I like to think I'm like a, a, a listening lover. <laughs> I like to think an attentive lover. I like to think, but there is a point when you're going down and like you're getting the direction, which is great. Happy for the direction. There is a point where it's like, I who could do this right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you do get to a point like, especially because I'm like, listen, we're all unique flowers. Yeah, I get it. If a blowjob's happening, I'm like, I yeah. This Unless is pizza. You, yeah, uh, good it, pizza, bad pizza, three-day-old pizza. I'm eating it on the couch after I left it out for two yeah. days. Great. As long as it's not painful. <laughs> this is the. That's all you have to do. It's yeah. not painful. Yeah. When you go down on a girl, sometimes there's this like there's this ticky tackiness that you're like they're like softer, and you go, all right, I'm going to softer, and then they go harder, and you go, all right, going to harder, and then now you're using your hands, and now yeah. you're using your hands, and they're like. Use your toe. And you're like, okay, <laughs> you're, uh, can you just admit yeah. to being a little much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're like, um, do I work for you now? Yeah, I need, you, I need you to be aware. Because I, I would like health insurance. Yeah I, <laughs> yeah, I need to go to the gym and work up to you. Yeah. There's a guy I've met via dating apps, went out a few times so far. Uh, background info, I'm in my late 20s. He's in his early 30s. Oh. He said he was in a long-term relationship and it recently ended. Our conversations in person over text was awesome. So great to where I was so excited to see how things went physically. When it came down to it, I hate the way he kisses. It's just too much tongue and it's a lot going on. <laughs> Can you imagine someone talking about your kisses? A, a lot, lot going, going on. on. Get him out of here. <laughs> I ignored it and proceeded with the sex. It wasn't my cup of tea, and I think he might have ED. Long time getting it up and losing it really fast. Man, I would hate to read the description of my sexual encounters. Like, we're uh, all reading this. We're having yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's written in. We're happy she wrote in. She this can Yelp be... review is rough. <laughs> so I went to Jared. <laughs> Um, the decor was nice. They were very friendly at the door. Yeah. Um, great jokes. Great jokes. He went to Jared. That's right. And then we sat down and it was just a lot going on. <laughs> Not my cup of tea. And then he, he might have, <laughs> and then it didn't work. And then it worked and it went away. This, this, I won't be coming back. This truly is like an Amazon product review. Really? It really it, is. Where he, she was like, I had high expectations. All the other reviews were great. I've been a fan of Jared yeah, yeah. for a long time. <laughs> and I've supported his other endeavors. This product yeah. was not up to snuff. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I gave it a try. I, you know, I don't want to waste money. You know, I tried Jared's penis. <laughs> yeah. And it just didn't work for me. Yeah. Great packaging. I've heard it's good for others. Yeah. <laughs> but I, my experience wasn't that great. Yeah. I gave it another shot <laughs> after just uh, to, that. To just Can we talk about it? how women really were like, we'll, we'll work with anything. Oh, yeah. You we will. really try. Oh, yeah. We really do. Uh, you know, men have really helped themselves out by murdering a lot of women. <laughs> it's, you know, 
The more murder we've done, the murderers have helped. It really pushes the the other people to be like, he didn't murder. He didn't murder. He hasn't murdered. And he's... Yeah. Thank you. you Murderers and micropenis have done wonders for men. I don't even think a micropenis would be that bad. Really? Honestly... If you, if you, yeah. Wow, the crowd. The I'm supporter. telling you, men can be such pieces of shit. Yeah. That if you are attentive, if you're fun to be around, if you care about me, if you make it work in other ways. Yeah. Like truly, like I'm I'll, not. I'll I, work with it. I'll I'm not saying I've Play-Doh. had micro penis experiences, but like sure. a part of me is like, as I get older, I'm like, it, it's not that bad. I've yeah. dealt with such assholes. Is it a micro penis that hugs you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not that bad. Yeah. Is yeah, there a micro penis that wants to hang out with you and your family? Like, come on. <laughs> I gave it another shot just to see if it was, <laughs> it was a one off and it was the same story. He told me that he really likes kissing, making out, and I was internally shooked. <laughs> Shocked. Sorry. Yeah. Sure, sure. I don't understand how someone who was in a long term relationship could be a bad kisser, bad in bed. I can understand that. Because uh, of what's happening right now. You keep making excuses. He's 34 years sure. old. He's a, clearly a terrible listener. Like, I just, this is what women do, and they just keep justifying and justifying, yeah. and then it's three years later, and you're just like, well, he doesn't hit me. And you're like... <laughs> <laughs> well, we're having, we have fun on Sundays. Yeah, like... I understand that over time you get used to someone's style, but I don't get how his ex never brought it up to him. In the same way, she's not bringing it up now. It yeah. gets away from you. How do you approach this issue when bringing it up to that person? How do you tell someone, hey, I hate the way you kiss me. It makes me think that I'm a bad kisser when I'm not. Anyways, thanks. If you're reading this email, I would love a celeb lookalike from Classic Shell. Although an app has told me I don't look like any celebs. People in the past have told me I look like... Uh, do we want to say it, Shelby? I don't want to get in the way of your review. She says... No, 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 no. I'll do it. Show no, you no, no, and no. then... Yeah, I'll do it. And let's see if it matches up. She's very cute. She's going to be at the Nashville show that has already happened. But um, <coughs> what do we... Shelby, she's kinda, hopefully you don't match up with the one because she's... She looks like Sun Yi. Who's Sun Yi? Woody Allen's stepdaughter. Wife. <laughs> well, it's not who she said. <laughs> <laughs> she said Sandro, which I don't see. Is it because we're both Asian? Get her out. Get her out. <laughs> <laughs> so Sun Yi, let's see. Um, do we have how do you spell Sonia images <laughs> okay Shelby oh I was spelling it wrong alright I don't know what this music is but I gotta say you're not that far away I, right? pass, on, I pass on that one you pass on I don't d- think it's Sonia who do you think I, I'm not good at that stuff, so I can't replace okay. it. I can't be helpful. I can just be negative. All right. <laughs> That's pretty much my lot in life. Well, I'm glad that <laughs> Shelby went other, you know, went yeah. not known Asian. It's not, you know, that feels less racist to yeah. me, right? Yeah. We can all agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's very cute, though. I think she's cuter than Sun Ye. But, yeah, uh, I agree. all right. So, what do you think? What does she do? Leave. Like I don't know. To Leave. Ta- I don't know what to tell you. He's thirty-four years old. He's not like I'm. My whole thing is nobody that there's certain types of people that are um, self-reflective, um, intuitive, 
can see that people are uncomfortable or not into something and they make adjustments or they ask if he is not doing any of those things he is not going to change he does not care he is not open to Here, changing and you so have to I, know if you I, are, if you do some say something he is gone because if he doesn't take it well he's gonna he, it, he's gonna feel attacked or he'll murder you I don't think he's going to murder no, you, like but he's going to feel attacked unless this girl, this three year, year relationship is not alive. Um, but he's going to feel attacked. He's going to f- feel bad about himself and he's going to push you away. So, so that's the thing is that if you really like him, get ready to have your li- your face licked. But well, let me give a, let me give a little bit of pushback. OK. She says, why wouldn't the past girlfriend say anything? Maybe this is how they kissed. True. He's used to everyone's first hookup with you is their last hookup with their ex. I agree with that. So the way they kiss you, the way they go down on you, the way they hold you, that's how the ex liked it. Yeah. They're just going off of past performance that was positive. Yeah. So she said, I went back the second time and, you know, it was the same bad. Yeah. Okay. I can understand that he is used to a certain momentum a certain rhythm with the person he's hooking up with and you are different than that person i agree with that two that might not be the case too it it might be that he's just bad at this here's what i would say the next time you hook up if you go back to him the best thing you can do is the words slow and down yeah that's all you say because i think when you say slow down it's like a Hey, 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 I'm here with you, but slow down. Yeah. And I think if you can take that note, then you can take other notes. True. So, well, I agree with you. I I don't think he's listening. I don't think he's being a caring lover. I don't think he's like being attentive. I do think you get ahead of yourself when you're like, you've been in a long-term relationship. You're like, oh my God, this is a new girl. Like, I'm fucking excited. Guys get that way with like new girls. They're like, especially when they get out of relationships, they're like, oh my God, like, I'm going to open up the new gift. And I'm going to play with it as much as I can. <laughs> it's it's what yeah, we do. Yeah. And he's probably pumped to be hooking up with you. He's probably pumped to like be in the you know, in the the kiss zone. And he wants to show you all his moves. And he wants to show you the moves that his ex said okay. he was great at. Yeah. Because just like we said, it doesn't happen. Your ex, there's nothing more delusional than someone that's been in a relationship longer than a year. Yeah. Because them and the boyfriend, them and the girlfriend both looked at each other and were like, man, are we hot and awesome <laughs> for a year. For a year, they looked at each other like, look look at how great we are. And look how awful everyone else is. And they repeated that themselves forever. And then they got out of the relationship and they're like, yeah, uh, well, I'm the king of fucking because I was with this girl who told me I was. Yeah, And then they think they're going to wave their scepter and you're like get that scepter out of my face who even fucks this way yeah so i would say and if you look at him and you go hey slow down i i um i like to kiss a little bit softer yeah that's you playing with him that's you you know working it out jtrain podcast at gmail.com jtrain podcast at gmail.com here with liz mealy at liz mealy liz mealy.com she's going all over this great globe of ours Atlanta, Paris, London, Berlin, Stockholm, Zurich, Geneva. We're sponsored, people. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Ooh, this could help out that dude. Mm-hmm. Right? Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> Girls, are you feeling a little bored in the bedroom? Would you like your man to last longer? The last one would. Oh, yeah. 
Get your guy some blue chew. Maybe you have buy some blue chew and have it out on the Sounds bedroom. Sounds like bubble gum. Yeah. What you have it, it out on the... Uh, well, it's a... Blue chew is a fun... Is fun. It's not for old men who can't get it up anymore. Blue Chew is for anyone looking to last longer, enhance their performance. Blue Chew is the first chewable dick pill with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Seattle's. I Mm. learned something. Isn't that great? I can't believe they wrote dick pill. I I, I thought that was you. That wasn't me. I'm on script. We're not hiding it anymore. No, it's it's time to stop being bashful. Just come on. Yeah, yeah. That's right. This is my multivitamin. This is my dick pill. That's my dick pill. (laughs) And this is my fish oil. This is for men's health. No, no, no. It's time to take away the shame. Let's drop the pretense. Just talk to me like a person. Yeah, 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 you're right. I call it a birth control pill, so you should be calling it a dick pill. Dick pill. Yeah. Or a boner pill. Blue Chew is the first chewable dick pill. Chewable dick pill. Sounds like something you give a dog. Tough, <laughs> tough word. Tough phrase. I love it. You love it. I want to get it tattooed on my lower back. Give me- <laughs> chewable dick pill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I want my blowjobs. Chewable dick pills. <laughs> With the same FDA approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, because you chew, it works faster than a pill. So if you send him a text in the middle of the night, he will be ready for action faster than it takes to call an Uber. And he takes them any time of day or night, even on a full stomach. Blue Chew is your wing woman in the bedroom. And don't worry, Blue Chew is legit. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it, t- and it ships right to you in a discreet package. It doesn't say dick pill. It says dick pill right <laughs> across the, the The box, I believe. Amazon's says, like, hey, I got your dick pills. <laughs> it says custom medicine. Is that what it says? I've, I've heard it. Yeah. I would send it in a big I, yeah. penis-shaped box. Yeah. Someone's, but they're not gonna someone's fucking... Who's fucking tonight? Yeah. That's right. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships directly, they're cheaper than a pharmacy, and best of all, there's no awkwardness. Tell your guy that right now. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first free sh- first shipment free. You know what's funny to me is I don't even know if you would have to tell them. Like, my boyfriend's allergic to cats, mm-hmm. so we went up to my friend's farm, and I was like, I think there's cats there. And I just literally handed, like, I just had Claritin, and I just gave it to him, and he just took it. Yeah, like, we're not very questioning about yeah, it. Yeah, no, like, like tr- here's your cat stuff, and it's like, oh, cyanide, like, sure. Like, truly, I gave him a pill, I took it, and I was like, there might be cats. I didn't say it was Claritin, <laughs> I didn't say anything, he just took it. And I was just like, I love this power. Yeah, <laughs> visit BlueChew.com, get your first, free sh- first shipment free, when you use our special promo code JTrain, 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 just spend $5 on shipping. That's it. Again, that's B-L-U-E, Chew.com, promo code JTrain to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Well, I love that. But so, if you're going to give someone, absolutely tell them what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They yeah, might have a heart condition. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say, yeah, we're not advising the Liz Mealy approach to medication. I'm an awful person, and I apologize. Let's do one more email. Is that cool? Or do we have some news? We do. Let's do some news. You ready, Liz? I'm ready. Let's do it. Well, let's do one more and then some news. Okay, we'll do one more and then some news, okay? How about marriage pressure? Ooh. All the feathers not under my issue that seems like a first world issue, but to me it's almost becoming a daily struggle lately. 
Uh-oh. My boyfriend and I have been dating for a year and a half now, bought a house together a few months ago, and are getting a dog in the spring. We decided how uh, we discussed how we want to be together forever, and I'm so happy. Now onto the problem. My friends, acquaintances, pressure are pressuring marriage on us. It all started when I posted an Instagram story of a countdown to our vacation together a few weeks ago. Him and I are going to the Hilton Head Island together uh, later this week for a Valentine's Day trip. I started getting many DMs from friends all along the lines of, oh my God, is he going to propose? Most of these messages were from friends that are engaged or married. For some reason, this annoyed the fuck out of me. I know 100% he is not going to propose on the trip or anytime soon, and I'm completely fine with that. I even responded to one friend. We haven't discussed it uh, that, so LOL, no. And she goes, you haven't? But you ha- you live together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so annoyed for this email. Yeah. I've, I've, we are on your side because I, I, I understand everything that's going on, and it sucks. Maybe you guys will just be one of those couples that are, oh, she writes, so she wrote, we haven't even discussed that, so LOL, no. And she goes, you haven't, but you live together. Maybe you guys will be just one of those couples who are together forever, but don't get married. That's what the friend said. Yeah. What oh, a fucked up thing to write. That's also just, first of all, who it's, who? it's a sentence longer than it needed to be. Yeah. And also, like, you're already, get at, like get the fuck out of my inbox with, yeah. your, with your garbage. She writes, she writes, oh, fucking rude. I'm only 26 and he's 28. We're great the way the things are right now. To me, a year he's, and a half in, they got a that's house. That's more like, commitment than anything. We want to get married one day, but the fuck is the rush? I agree with her. Yeah. Maybe I'm being oversensitive. No, you're not. You're not. They're, uh, they're, they're being aggressive and do, they need to go get their own lives. Do you have any advice for handling conversations like this? Why does society put so much pressure on getting married so soon? It's causing me so, uh, so much unnecessary anxiety and would love some insight. Also attaches a pic of me and my boyfriend. We'd love a celeb look like from Michelle. Everybody's so cute. They're a very cute couple. Um, they look like they're going to run for president of Hilton Head Island. Um, I, what do you think, Liz? What is your advice I, to this person? Oh, my advice, honestly, she's a hundred percent right. I mean, if she was worried about his commitment, which I mean, you have a, you have a fur family and a mm-hmm. house. I mean, this man clearly loves you and cares about the you. J Train Podcast does not endorse the phrase fur family. I will but, say whatever the fuck. <laughs> okay. I, I am a we guest. Okay. I am a yeah. guest. Ring that I bell, Shelby. <laughs> Get her out of here. Get her out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> you, I did, can we just have like a seat of you? Like, I will use fur family. Get the hook. Uh, um, Get the uh, salmon out. Whatever. You're a dog. <laughs> fur family. Uh, fuck you. But um, you're right. I'm angry. They're together a year and a half. They bought a house together. They're on the road to wherever. Yeah. That most women think of like our earlier conversation. <laughs> most women are just looking for some kind of commitment. And this is he's there. He's clearly team you and i think she's 100 percent right marriage has its own issues i mean you bring legality into it that's but this isn't even i i'm with you no so i don't even think we need to argue because she's clearly on our page but i think when it comes to friends i think some people they don't realize they're just mimicking their their parents and the people around them and they don't realize that they're being aggressive i think some people just truly don't realize what they're doing that girl knows what she's doing and I think what you have to do is you have to set boundaries and let people know this isn't something you want to discuss the same way that if it was her mom calling her being like when are you getting married you have to be like hey mom yeah we're doing great we're doing great that'll happen when it happens I'm same, actually the same idea that time. right after fucking you get married then people are like babies 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 and I you're know. like this is my body I will do with it when I want to I think she has every right to be like hey we're doing great I appreciate you asking I really don't 
that's not really something that we're thinking about right now and I don't need you to be like a little bird chirping This in is my ear. one of the worst things about being a woman. I would I would have to assume. This is like the idea and actually not just being a woman cuz this happens as a couple. Yeah. It it get and the thing about like when you start getting into a relationship, you kind of get brought into these female-ish well, people arguments. always want labels and they keep upping the labels. So exactly. like I was like I was dating my boyfriend for a couple of months and like my friends would be like, oh, your boyfriend. And we weren't there yet. Mm. And I was like, hey, that's a trigger for me. Like you can't keep doing that. Yeah. Like it bothers me. So you can be like, how is Justin? That's fine. But, but don't be like, oh, is your boyfriend texting? We're not there yet. You're yeah. going to make me feel bad. And you're going to start to put pressures on things that I don't even need them to you're be putting, there yet. You're putting the anxiety in my brain. And we're doing fine. And now all of a sudden you have like four people over your shoulder that are now in this relationship for whatever reason. You're like, we don't need you. Here's this email. We discuss how we want to be together forever. And I'm so happy. My friend's acquaintances pressuring marriage on us. So you're right. At every, here's what we have to admit to. Everyone sucks, okay? <laughs> At every turn, there'll be the next thing. Always. So if you get in a relationship, when are you moving in? When you move in, when, when are you getting married? married? When yeah. you get married, when, when are the babies? babies? When you have the baby, when's the second baby? Yeah. When you have the second baby, where are you going to send them to? Where, are you going to go public or private? Yeah. And then when you get to public or private, where are they going to go to college? And then where, or what youth soccer are they going to do? Yeah, and what, yeah. and uh, what are they going to have grandbabies? Are they going to do after school programs? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do? Are you going to do camp? Are you going to do? And this is going to happen for the rest of your life because for the rest of your life, there's going to be other people who fucking suck and what they're doing, the reason they're doing it, I don't know I don't know as much what to do as I know why it's happening. Yeah, it's happening helpful. because they don't want to feel like they are making the wrong decisions with their lives. Yeah. So they're like so when it happens when a lot of my friends get married. When they got married, when's everyone gonna get married? I have a friend who got a divorce, okay? This guy got a divorce <laughs> and I'll never forget it, but this person that he was married to um, whenever I'd see them together, she, the the wife who I didn't barely knew, was like, "When's everyone gonna?" She would always say this weird thing. She'd be like, "When's everyone gonna move back to the? You know, wh why aren't we all? We should all just live in the same neighborhood and all just live together on one street. Like, why don't we all do that?" Like she would say that, and it was like I knew she would like. It felt like a joke at first. But the more she said it, the more I was like, oh, you're fucking miserable. <laughs> yeah. You just want us all to be in the same miserable fucking spot as you so that we can all live in one neighborhood complaining about our husbands and wives yeah. over fucking drinks and just die. Well, she and doesn't want to like, be alone. Doesn't want to be alone. With her so misery. this girl that's writing to you that said you uh, that. So back to the girl that that DM'd her, they posted they're going to go on vacation. And then she says, uh I'm completely. Uh, one friend said we haven't uh, we haven't discussed uh, even respond to one friend. We haven't discussed it. LOL. No. And she goes, you haven't. But you live together. Maybe you guys will just be one of those couples who are together forever, but not married. And it's like that woman is fucking miserable in her relationship. So that's why she's putting yeah. it on you. It's not about you. I honestly think all that stuff is never about you. It's never about you. It's. A, I truly it's, think it's people that are like you said, unhappy, trying to get more people to be unhappy with them, or it's also just something to focus on because they are unhappy. And, and also, 
it, there's a there's a spectrum to everything. Yeah, it's a spectrum between I have nothing to say to you and I this need is, to get this out of my system and I can't yeah. be alone. Yeah, it's somewhere between the two. Yeah, you're either making conversation and then it's all the way over to please, this is a cry for help. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah, yeah, truly, it's somewhere on that spectrum. So also, to, I think people try to find out genuine happiness. So think of it this way: the way Instagram and Facebook and all this stuff works, they say half the time someone posts a couple picture. It's because they're not doing well. Yeah, they're in a fight. They just had a fight. Whatever. Half the time, I'm not saying it's everybody. I was, but yeah, but I, was, I, I do think a lot of people see your happiness and they go, "Let me find out if it's real." I was talking about this with a friend the other day. The inspirational quote on Instagram is the prelude to a divorce or a major <laughs> life, a major life event. Yeah, that happens. They go the minute you see someone post a quote. Something else is wrong. Yeah. And they're trying to they're- pump everyone else up because they know it's a quick run to the like store to pick up all their dopamine. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, hey, I'm going to put up God will find you and God will find a way. Yeah. And it's like they're behind the scenes like putting it up like, please help me. Find-. You know, it's not yeah. about you. Yeah. So if I'm this woman, keep having fun. You do your own thing. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's interesting that people do this with relationships and they don't do it with money. Yeah. So it's like I you know I live by I don't count the money in other people's wallets and yeah. the, and I I think the same rules should apply for relationships. You shouldn't count the amount of hearts in someone else's love. Well, it's also like you think of work and it's like you can't be like when are you going to get that promotion? It's like you shitty can't. or like when are you going to start your own business? Like there's all these things where you're just like it, it kind of starts to be other people's choices. And I do think that's a relationship is two people as opposed to like work is like a company. Totally. And I, I, I just think I mean that is if, if I'm this person. OK. It's tough. If if I was to like give the think like a man treatment to this person because this happens so much to women that like I feel bad for it like it yeah. sucks um, you get if someone says to you like hey when you know it's tough to come back at when is he gonna propose and then you go and then you go no we haven't even thought about it lol and she goes maybe you'll be one of those marriages that just don't you know never get proposed it's tough for a woman to write back why don't you go fuck yourself? You're really yeah. putting like it's hard because it's in this like la la land of like love and happiness, and then you're the miserable one that writes back like, "Hey, I don't need to be brought this to the now." It makes you look like you care more than you do. Yeah, I think truly you just go, "Hey, we're not discussing it, and we're doing great as we but are." Like, I, you have to kind of be so flippant. I about know. It. I could understand though if someone's like, "I don't want to write that because it makes it look like I care." Now I'm the person that's like. There shall be no marriage talked about in this relationship. You know, but, like it makes you sound no, like. I get that, but I don't think it even has to. Who cares how that person reads it as long as they get off your back? I would write back. We're going to try anal this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, you go so off the reservation or, that or, they don't want to yeah, yeah, DM yeah. you again. Like you just go. Yeah. This weekend's actually anal weekend yeah. in uh, Hilton Head. Um, we're part of this small community. He actually proposed. It's anal. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he proposed. That's this weekend. Oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, she'll go running away. Or she'll you, go, woo, 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 and she'll do that thing. <laughs> I think I think they should go, hey. actually, we're going to adopt a child, see if we can raise a child together. Yeah. And if after this kid turns 18, we might think about marriage. Then we'll think about it. Yeah. All right. Hey, is he going to propose? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually anal. She'll sprint out of those DMs. Yeah, yeah that's true. Is he going to propose? 
No, we're going to try edging. That's where I take a needle and I stick it down his dick hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what? Have you been doing that with your husband? Because if you not, guys, you're not in a healthy relationship. Yeah, that's how a healthy relationship is. I've yeah. read four blogs that say if you're not edging, you're not in love. I actually bring a syringe with us and I take out his blood and then I drink his blood uh, with my own uh, vaginal juices. Yeah, great. <laughs> like, I, I go fucking weird. She'll run out of there prim and proper. When are you going to get married? Well, not unless we go to Anal Fest 2009. Everybody you know, knows. That's where to- everybody gets proposed to. <laughs> we're, going, we're going to Peg Fest 2020 in Hilton Head. Ow! Hey, no! Liz Mealy, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Podcast at gmail.com. We have time for one news item. Mm-hmm. We've gone a little long. You got a minute? <laughs> what do you got, Shelby? So you guys, uh, did you participate in Dry January? I'm currently in Dry 2020. Wow. I'm in Dry five years. Are you? Yeah, I haven't had a drink in a very long time. It's been a while for me. I haven't drank. Uh, I'm still pushing through. Well, what's going on? End of February. You guys could still get drunk, though. (laughs) Can we? Drunk, Drunk with happiness? I wish. Like one man who said... He had never drinking alcohol in his life. Okay. He was 46 years old. He went to the doctors because he would suddenly get brain fog and have aggressive behavior and kind of be falling over. And the man was even arrested for suspicion of driving while intoxicated. So he's having some issues. Again, he's never taken a drink in his life. Okay. So he went to the doctor and was diagnosed with auto brewery syndrome. <laughs> that auto- sounds so made up. It's it sounds insane. so vague. <laughs> what is auto brewery syndrome? Auto brewery syndrome occurs when gut disturbances, including antibiotic use, result in oh my God. uncurbed growth of fermenting fungi or bacteria in the gastrointestinal so, tract. So basically, some way that your stomach works that it creates its own alcohol. So he would eat carbs like pizza, pasta, yeah. and bread, and those- The wheat, m- he'd eat the wheat. Those microbes would turn the sugar in that food or drink into ethanol, leading to extreme blood alcohol levels. What's so funny about this, I mean, extreme, like like close to deathly type of shit? He was f- getting fucked up and pulled over for a Dewey. Would he get hung over? Probably. This is scary because, like, you're like, oh, I, they got alcohol poisoning. You're like, how? It's like, well, they ate a piece of pizza. Yeah, which and, is what most people do after they drink. Yeah, and it's like, you know, you're, you're, you're killing yourself again. Yeah, that's scary. It also sounds like the biggest excuse for an alcoholic to his wife. I have auto brewery. Yeah. So um, mm. I don't even have to do anything. I just get drunk. <laughs> um, you know, I've tried to change. I tried dry January. Yeah. It didn't work out because I had a muffin. And <laughs> then he said, let me take the trash out. You hear like clink, clink, clink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, sorry I puked on the floor at your wedding. <laughs> I have auto brewery. I have auto brewery, brewery syndrome. Yeah. Um, it's really ruined my family. We haven't even eaten yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just see this guy at a wedding like, fuck you, you piece of shit. He's the only have guy. Have been drinking this morning? No. He's the only guy on keto where he's just like, no, I'm not obnoxious. I just I get really drunk when <laughs> just, I eat bread. Yeah, I can't eat bread for that reason. So the man was treated with 
antifungals and probiotics, and his symptoms eventually went away. Ah, well, good for him. Everybody needs to take their daily probi- probiotic. I've That's right. For years. There it is. And it's just another reason that carbs are ruining we're all, all our lives, guys. All of our lives. True. Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Liz Mealy, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. At Liz Mealy. Go follow, go follow, go follow. She's all over the world, LizMealy.com. Um, I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Uh, Jared Freed on Instagram. I want to thank you guys for all the support on The Bachelor stuff. It's been amazing. Uh, we grow and grow and grow every week. It's pretty crazy. You're so far batting a perfect season. Thank you. Yeah. Shelby, I'm happy you noticed. I, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to jinx it. But um, I'm happy that so far, so good. Mm-hmm. It's been a fun season. Um, and uh, keep you know sharing and tagging and all that stuff. Uh, we'll be back next episode. Boom. <laughs>